You know, I can remember like it was yesterday, but it was actually 30 years ago where I got a handwritten note from our CEO. At the time, I was a grocery buyer, and that uh, acknowledgement and praise was like fuel uh, in terms of motivating me to even higher levels of performance. And you know what? I don't think I'm alone. I think the need to be acknowledged and praised, particularly by the boss, is something that acts like the fuel and gives energy to what I would call a positive workplace. So here's the deal. Uh, bosses don't praise near as much as they criticize. And there are a lot of reasons for that. But Joyce and I go into it today to talk about you know, creating the conditions where acknowledgement and praise becomes the norm and not the exception. So come on in, grab a snack, welcome. Hello. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, I'll tell you folks, Joyce is back and she's back in a big way. <laughs> Back from selling two houses in Mexico, which sounds grander than it is, that I didn't want to sell, but it was prudent to do. So, yay, I got through that, and then I came home and got COVID. <laughs> and an ear infection that I haven't been able to go to the doctor because of COVID. But if I talk to you in my left ear, you sound a lot like a little cartoon person, and it's kind of fun. <laughs> Well, the thing is, Joyce, I, I said uh, in our last episode, uh, I said Joyce has showed up for this uh, this podcast for two, almost three years and without fail. And, uh, and the fact that you're here this morning, you have a lot of reasons why you could have blown this off. So uh, are you kidding? You know, Listen, I have extra words I haven't used. Oh, that's right. You've got to like you've got this. I backlog. I have a backlog of words because I was actually, I was a month in Mexico clearing out David's things and clearing out the houses where we spent 20 years. Uh, and that's where we dated because we got married with five kids between us and jumped into full-time work, both of us with five kids. And when we bought a house in Mexico, we began to date and it was a big relief because we said, I said, Oh, I really do love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I was busy. <laughs> so anyway, um, yes, I have extra words, and I'm so glad to be back doing this. And I love that people, listeners, thank you, and write in with stump us. <laughs> <laughs> We're easily stumped. <laughs> stump us, please. Um, so, so what I'm gonna, what I'm going to do is I'm going to only use one third of the words in this podcast because you have kind of a you're gushing to talk so what oh my what god i'm gushing that's so embarrassing do you know that as being a talkative and a talkative woman with all men i was set at the executive committee tables of several companies and we made a deal when they would tease me about being talkative, I'd say, I'll shut up if you'll use my share of words. <laughs> if you'll say more, I'll shut up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How, did, how, did, how did that go? <laughs> I'd say, please talk. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So anyhow, 
it's good to be here. It's good to be recovering from COVID. And I just think the I, I, I occasionally want to shake my head. And I've gotten a couple of complimentary email recently about the work that was done by all of us. Someday I want to list every single person that was involved because we had a huge team, actually, across yes, we did. that did the work. It was not us. And so I, what I heard was this, like, but have you bosses have forgotten to say good job? And for some reason, I just took umbrage. Is that the right word? And I, it's like giving kibbles to a dog or something. <laughs> like, oh, good job. And yet, I, w- I don't think I really know what the day-to-day work world of, let's say, supervisory and managerial level is anymore. Is it yeah. that crude, that lonely, that power dominant? Is it that you counterbalance like, oh, I push you real hard, so then I go and say, good job. Something I didn't like about it, and I wasn't sure what it was. And I think there are, it's whether it's awkward or smooth or comfortable or uncomfortable, it is important to say, I see you and I thank you. Yeah. Yeah. In your own voice, in your own way. And research, research used to show, and I don't know about now, that the written word carried the most power. Yeah. So I. Thank you. Anyway. I think of some of the most gratifying, joyful moments in my career, and it's when I get a handwritten note uh, or even a type note or a a voicemail. Uh, Yeah, type. You know, being seen, acknowledged, uh, being appreciated, uh, it's not hard to do that. It's not hard to do what you're describing. Uh, But it's... For you. Well, no, no, I, it, what I'm saying is the act of acknowledging, whether it's a voicemail, whether it's a phone call. Um, but I'll tell you, when back in, in the Neanderthal period of management, I was told not to compliment my people. You were not. Uh, I, for two reasons. You know, if oh, they're I, know the, what, I know what you're going to say. Say it. I, I know. Well, there's two reasons. One, why do you want to reward doing a job? that is expected of you. So if someone does the job, then they're doing their job, they're getting paid for it. And the second reason is people uh, told me that um, if you praise too much, it it literally uh, creates this feeling in the employee that, uh, hey, you know, maybe I don't have to try so hard. Hey, oh maybe I God. can put my foot off the gas pedal. Am I- <laughs> So yeah, I'm 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 not flabbergasted. I remember hearing that about don't reward people for doing their job. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, and you know what? I think so often. Not oh, I. I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm just thinking about the vacuum that people are working in. Yeah. The unrest, and of course they would be resting at work. Where else are you going to rest? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The work work is, is crazy. Work is the new normal. <laughs> and is the new luxury. I mean, 
Oh, gosh. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about how when I went to work, was thrust into the work life after being at home with two kids and being divorced. And I thought, this is luxurious. Yeah, I you know, whatever I want. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, there, there's another uh, dynamic I think at play. Uh, and once again, this is kind of retro. Uh, I was told very early on to look for what isn't right. So what isn't working in the store? What, what isn't the way that it should be? And so when I walked the store, almost all my comments were, do this, don't do this, this doesn't work, move this display, change the price, blah, blah. It was all like, you know, I'm going to look back and say it was nitpicking. And I'm not sure that I was one of those managers uh, that didn't pay a lot of uh, compliments or uh, signs of gratitude or appreciation. Well, and you know, appreciative inquiry, which is yeah. starting with what's working well, was one approach, which I'm thinking of the um, work at retail. Sure. Where it was an intervention at Food Lion, actually, to having higher ups visit a store was like mafia day coming through and swagging yeah. and dressed up and pointing out flaws and shifting that to a backroom conversation about what looks great, what's going right and having enough people in the room that they could hear that other store managers and benefit from what was noticed that was going well. So surely. Yeah. We need to hear from listeners. Surely there are places out there that are not Cro-Magnon or false, meaning, oh, I have to go and give some compliments. Yeah. I don't so I don't know where to go with this, Bob, except that it bothered me. And then yeah, the other well, thing, you know, since we're having since we're doing free flow, because Joyce has extra yeah. work. Um I saw an article because uh, I get all HR magazines because HR is in a profound shift. Mm, a good one. Oh, a great one that I, I yeah. had a lecture I used to give on it that would fit with today perfectly about being a partner at the table, about knowing the language of the business, about being fluent in the money making aspect, um, about fitting uh, people uh, programs with strategy, you know, being integral, yeah. not conscious, yeah. conscience or the nag or the only one rewarding, which is so magnet. Um, can I ask you a question? Have, have you, <laughs> you <don't even> this, <laughs> well, this, this is an either or, and I'm, so I'm looking at you and I, mm -hmm. have you ever been reminded to acknowledge either an individual or a group or have you done it with a, a leader to say, hey, something really special just happened. Um, let's take a moment and celebrate or appreciate. Have you ever done that? Either someone telling you or you encouraging someone else? Well, yeah, we encouraged it a lot. Like, remember points of pride? Yeah, that's where I'm going. And that, that was a spontaneous thing on my part the first time we did it because we used to paper the walls with butcher paper so we could write all over. <laughs> now, remember paper people, it's really satisfying. Um, 
and we anyhow we play, we papered a ballroom and had people come in and write points of pride in their work and and have people reinforce it and yes i don't know how you work without it every day for every person no matter how easy the life or tough has to have a reservoir that says it's worth it yeah yeah right now you know, people we, saying it's not worth it from any so point to me, of view so to me there's a cultural element uh i mean even though you and i worked for one company for a long period of time the company shifted and evolved and there are different uh cultures within different brands I, I worked, uh, and I won't mention, but I worked for a division of Hannaford where it was clearly understood. You did not uh, show signs of appreciation. You didn't give people kudos, and it started right at the top. So there's a cultural element, and I think that's part of HR can really play a role to kind of create the norm that, hey, we got to celebrate when we see something good happening. Without being the positive nags yeah that's that's a good point i i this never works so don't do this folks uh you know i i remember uh, a game that we used to have managers who weren't good at uh showing their appreciation we would give them what we call the 10 penny rule where you put 10 pennies in your left pocket and your job by the end of the day is to make uh, a positive comment or give positive feedback and you can take one penny out every time you do it and put it in your right pocket. And the idea is you give 10 compliments a day. And I thought it was a clever idea and uh, um, it, it, I don't know if it worked. <laughs> so don't do it, but it's a way of, you know, um, kind of creating this discipline because we're so used to seeing something that is right as a boss and calling it out. Uh, that's the first, to me, that's the first nature. And I'm not saying this is true of all bosses because you and I both have had bosses that were incredibly generous with giving uh, praise. <laughs> Listen to me, be quiet. I know, what's, uh, uh, come on. No, 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 I'm thinking how it wasn't praise that I needed. When you got it, it was more the atmosphere of the ability to do good work and be creative, and um, in other words, it can't be false. It can't be confectionery. It's got to be yeah. heartfelt, and in whatever. And if you don't feel that. And I can I can think of a million, not a million. I can think of many places where I didn't do that enough because yeah. I, I I was not a good. I don't think I was a good boss for positive stuff. I was good at group reinforcement yeah. and and creating a good work to do that fit with strategy and having the work respected. Oh, Bob, I guess I have COVID. Um, what I, I'm thinking, what is the blind spot? Mm. And it's military, it's fake masculine. If you're tough, you don't need to know that you're good, you don't do it. Um, and that we have what I call memory yarn, it's still in the DNA. 
Mm. You can see it. I'd love to. I have to go through some of the titles of articles. You can hear it embedded in people trying to do a new cultural way, which is yeah. more human, more equal, more let's hang in here together. Let's do something good together. Let's create healthy atmosphere and pay because work matters, but it's hidden. It's there all the time. And, and I will later go through some from Harvard Business Review to uh, McKinsey to MIT. Um, you can hear it embedded. So that's what I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm saying. What will it take globally? Let's not, <laughs> I've been alone in my own head for a while. And I had came back from a month in Mexico to review newspaper and magazines. Yeah. Holy baloney. We're in trouble. Yeah, we really are. And we need uh, to shift the cultural culture, not to be soft. But to be competent and cooperative together. Oh boy. I, well, I do. I think it's that big, and I think yeah, any leader and any HR person, any OD person that can model different. It's yes. not soft. It's a disciplined practice to have a positive approach to all of it: to production, to selling, to paying, to you know. It's a. It's a. Never mind. I quit. <laughs> no, I well, well, you know, I think there is some clarity coming out of your COVID fog, and that is, uh, it it is powerful, uh, the impact that being seen and acknowledged has. I mean, it's like, it's it's like a high where you just want to keep on getting it, and you know, it isn't a, a program, it isn't you know like the ten pennies. It's got to be heartfelt and kind of the norm. I think all bosses, uh, you and I included, probably could have been better at it. So. I know. I um, and it is an important moment to mean this. Yeah. Oh. Because yeah. after my after my reviewing through COVID fog, all my newspapers and stuff, it made, I actually had gotten two complimentary things that I sent on to this leadership group I'm in. And I yeah. think they thought I was um, bragging. What I was really saying is what we're doing is how do, how can I not use what I know to have impact given the atmosphere we're in? And that's why we're doing this and why we're going to do more of this for me. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. And I, uh, my hope is that our uh, uh, musing on this topic is uh, at least provoke some thinking in, uh, in our listeners about uh, either looking in the mirror or looking at their organization and, uh, uh, or if nothing else, uh, go through a day of, or two of appreciative inquiry um, as, a, as a discipline. One, know that we have a haunting old cultural model that comes and intervenes. Two, yeah. that, that this being more positive is not soft. It's a discipline. Mm. And three, 
it matters every time you can model that because someone else experiences it and the world needs it. Yeah, we need a kindness infection or a, you know, acknowledgement infection uh, to occur in a world that is in trouble. So any rate, I think our work is done here. Uh, we'd like to hear from listeners on this uh, because yeah. I'm sure you have uh, an opinion, if nothing else. So Joyce, it's time. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I've gotten rid of my words. I'm good to go. <laughs> okay, uh, over and out until the... You know, one of the things I found remarkable about today's conversation, I uh, personally thought that Joyce and I were pretty good at acknowledging and giving praise uh, uh, to our associates. But, you know, we had a couple of cringe moments where we acknowledged that we really haven't done it enough. And uh, so that's my challenge for everyone who joined us today is to look at yourself and ask the question, am I acknowledging and praising the good work that I see around me? So that's your task until next time. So until next time, be well and be safe.